Are you an ambitious, driven entrepreneur starting to feel overwhelmed, maybe a little trapped by your business? Well, I have a solution for you. It is the five-day bottleneck to breakthrough challenge, where in an hour a day, we will give you the roadmap, the blueprint, the treasure map to where you can find yourself with more free time, more freedom of money, and a more valuable business. Hope to see you soon www.bottlenecktobreakthrough.com. This is The Real Bottom Line, where we tell entrepreneurial stories about true grit and perseverance from frontline business owners themselves. Now, let's get started. You know you should raise your prices, but for some reason, you just can't do it. Hello and welcome to The Real Bottom Line, Financial Bestie Edition. You're with Francis and Wendy, and today we're going to talk about the non-number side of raising your prices. Francis, when you have dealt with clients in the past and have recommended that they raise their prices, what holds them back? Um, several things. There's a, there's a couple of things. One, one is the biggest one is they don't feel they deserve, you know, um, they don't feel they deserve it. Um, another one, like we can, well, we, we can unspool these in a minute, but another one is um, they, they just want to do good things in their community, you know, and that's the whole reason they started the business. And so to them, that means having a low price. Yeah. And the third thing is that they, they have the sense that if they have a lower price, their customers will expect less from them. They'll be able to attract more customers because they have a lower price and that it, their business will be easier. But that is a lie. <laughs> it does not work that way. Can I add a fourth, Francis? Please do. I think that sometimes we, and I think it's tied up a little bit with the worth, is that if our prices are low, people are less likely to say no to us. Mm -hmm. And I also think that every time we put out our price, we're giving people an opportunity to reject that price. And we internalize it that they're rejecting us. Right. And they're not. They're not. It's true. No. It's amazing. No. Everyone who goes through the process of raising prices, and I've seen it a number of times, they're happier at the end. So it's about these emotional barriers. So let's dig into each one. Talk about how you, if you have this feeling, and if this is what's holding you back from raising your prices, that maybe you have a few things that you can do to work on. So one, mm -hmm. I'm not worth it. Yeah. So where do you think that comes from? Francis? Oh. I think it's from like years and years and years of stuff that's layered on deep. Yeah. And, it, and it's not something we're just going to be able to say, click, we're done. I mean, I struggle with it now, right? Like yeah. I, I'm always, you know, yeah. it's not something that goes away. Um, but what we have to do is be able to say, you know what really helps? And this is going to go back to what we said before is having advisors and a mastermind group and a group of people around you who are telling you to raise your prices. My last customer, um, we were taught, we were kind of wrapping up our, our project together and her feedback was, you should charge twice what you're charging. Like, uh, shoot, I fell into it myself. Right. And the, I think there's another, another thing you could look at too is also what have you, what happens when clients work with you, right? So I know I've worked with clients who in one year have moved their net worth by over $200,000. And so I know 
that they, what would they have paid for that? Way yeah. more than what I ended up charging them. Yeah. So this is the kind of stuff to think about is what is the output and what is the value of that transformation that you're providing for that client? And maybe, you know, because if you can quantify that, you can understand how much it's worth to pay for that. Yeah. And, and so talk to your customers and let yeah. them tell you that. Um, yeah. And they will, right? Like you should always Absolutely. get a testimonial anyway. So it's true, right? Right. So I, grab I, those. The other thing I find easier to make it um, easier to ask and the work thing is having a super defined process in your work. Because mm. I feel like then what you're doing is you, when you describe exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to do it once they are interested, then you're building up the confidence in what you're doing. And it can feel less like they're rejecting you, they're rejecting a product, a, a methodology. Right. Yeah. You have something that they're rejecting rather than you. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. And and just and to realize that if anybody rejects you what you're offering, it just means they're not your customer. Like you know they're doing they're doing you a favor. Yeah, you don't want people who you don't want to work with. Exactly. Yeah. And that's we talked about that last time in the pricing, how a lot of times by pricing too low, you're attracting the wrong people. You want to attract the people who are best for you. And I think that goes down into number three, and we'll come back to number two. A price will expect more from you. Right. Where have you seen that manifest, like, in with people? Um, I've never seen it actually manifest. Um, or, or oh, wait, now. Yeah, a lot of it's in the brain. Okay. It did manifest once, and that was <laughs> way back. I was a project, a property manager for a while, and I managed a whole bunch of properties, um, and I had a couple of really high end properties. Yeah. Um, yeah, they expected a lot. And and they, in some ways, okay, so in some ways that was, a, a, they they expected things to be perfect in, in ways that our other sort of tenants and, might not have. But here's the thing is they were paying a lot of money. So we had the capacity, right. we had the financial capacity to give them what they wanted. Expected, right? Yes. It was yeah. aligned. It was aligned. Yeah. I love that. Um, right? Yeah. Good service. If, yeah. You, you know what you want to do for your clients. You know what that's going to take. So the, having the right price there means that you're like, I'll go back to your comment about resenting people um, mm. because they're costing you more. But if you've built the right process and program and price it accordingly, there's room for all that. Yeah, exactly. That's important. Number two was, I just want to do good things, Francis. Why should I charge more money? I can do, I can help more people if my prices aren't low. Right. And this, and this works a lot with, um, you know, people who are doing helping, you know, helping kind of service. Hmm. Um, so there's a couple of things to think about there. Um, one is people will tell you that they want to pay less and then they'll go out and spend money on something else. So be, a, you know, there's that. There's also a compliance thing, like the more people pay, the more they will do what you want them to do, and then the more results they'll get. So it's in their interest for you to charge them more. If they have invested this level, they're going to do the work. They're going to do the work and then therefore get the results. Um, There's also, there are ways where you can lower your price, but you have to be innovative with it. So you can't just do the t- same things everybody else and simply lower your price. But if you do think like, for instance, um, 
you know, somebody can hire me to help them, you know, work in their, do the CFO in their business, be their own CFO. That's one level of pay. Um, but there's also a group. I do, I'll do it in groups. And that's a, a slightly lower level of pay. So there are ways that you can do that. Right. Um, you know, by and, so and could be less of your how time. How you deliver your value can change so that you can adjust the pricing and get more accessibility. Absolutely. The thing that comes up for me too on that side is profit, meaning that you've made enough, you've made income from your business, means that you can amplify your purpose because you have more wherewithal. And I think there's a couple of levels to that, Francis, and that would be even to the point of if you know you have enough money in the bank account so that you're not stressed and anxious, what happens is you sleep better. The other thing that happens is all the gremlins in your mind that are producing stress around money are quieted. And that means you're now going to be able to turn all that energy that was used up on worrying about your money or stressing about it to the goods that you want to do. And you'll come in as a different person. You will present differently. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, yes. And, the, and then the other thing is, if you want to do good things, um, make more money. <laughs> and then you'll be able to do more. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and then I, the converse of that is, if you're not charging enough, you're not going to have the capacity and or you can like build up your business, but it's going to fail. Yeah. And then now you've left people. So it, it's in your best interest and your customer's client's best interest for you to charge enough, more than enough. And I think that there's a, uh, I'm going to add on another one because they keep coming into me, Francis, uh, is self-reference criteria. I call this SRC. Uh, and that is, it may feel high to you, but does it feel yeah. high to your ideal client, right? And if you're making the decisions based on what, how you feel about pricing, which is really a catalyzation of, of all your life about how people have talked about money to you versus mm -hmm. someone who goes, I see the value, that makes sense. Uh, I had this lesson taught to me in a really interesting way, Francis. I had a client who was buying a business and he needed a $2 million loan from the Business Development Bank of Canada to execute on that. One of the requirements was that he had to life insure that loan. And so I did the, um, all the work to get the, to find the best product, the best place for him, all that stuff. And it was going to cost him a thousand dollars a month for that life insurance product. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so high. That's so high. He's, you know, what are we going to do? He goes, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. He goes, okay. He knew it was a price of doing business. I'm yeah. all stressed out thinking, oh my God, how Same. can I, I can't do anything different for him. What am I going to do? Uh, and he just goes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had the same thing happen with taxes too. Like yeah. I would do somebody's taxes and, and oh my God, they'd have this tax bill and they're like, oh great. I thought it would be higher. Like <laughs> all that stress for nothing. So, you know, yeah, we all feel it. I think that, so what I call that is the SRC. And I, I oftentimes, well, I, I honestly ask myself that question a lot. Is this SRC? So that yeah. I am at least aware of that bias I have uh, about what is the right price to pay for stuff. Yeah. So I think to right. sum up, Francis, the real bottom line today, a lot of it's in your head. You can raise your price. <laughs> Your business is making a profit. You're growing. 
but you may still feel like you don't fully have a grasp on how to make the best use of this success, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Wendy Brookhouse, creator of the Total Wealth Accelerator and host of this podcast. I've developed a quick and easy tool that will give you a detailed snapshot of where you're currently at in your business and wealth growth and how you can improve upon it. It's called your financial diagnostic score. It's completely free and you'll instantly get the results. So head over to TotalWealthScore.com right now and see where you can focus to grow your wealth. Wow, there was just so much learning in this episode. Do you want more? I have a special offer for The Right Entrepreneur, a complimentary one-on-one coaching session that is all about you, your business, and your goals so that you can accelerate your business and start to accelerate the growth of your network. Head over to wealthcoachwithwendy.com. There you will find a letter that kind of outlines all the details of this offer and also an application form. We have an application form because there's such a limited number of of slots that we're opening up for this that we want to make sure that the people that um, uh, do are successful in getting the slot, we can make the biggest difference with. So head over to wealthcoachingwithwendy.com and apply today. Thanks. Thanks.